This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi friends, it's Annie Grace, author of This Naked Mind, and I am answering readers' questions. And today we have a question from a reader who wants to be anonymous. She says, hi Annie, do you have any resources on how to deal with the guilt of things you've done during your drinking career, so to speak? It starts to feel overwhelming when I think about how I've spent my girl's first precious years of life in a cloud or drove a car with them in it when I shouldn't have, or worse. I also feel sick about the amount of money I've wasted that could have gone towards my family. I have very intense regret and sadness and disgust and guilt above about all these things that I've done. Any advice? So first of all, I would say that you know all the research that I've done and all the experts agree that guilt, regret, and remorse are very, very good things. They are things that, while they don't feel good, bring you awareness and give you the capacity and the desire and the will to change. So we're going to talk about the difference between guilt and regret and remorse and a very narcissistic, self-centered, self-loathing, which ends up being completely counterproductive. So first, let's talk about guilt. So guilt can be really valuable because it encourages our moral compass. And what guilt is, is a feeling that you want to do something better. You want to compensate. You want to give recompense to somebody you've wronged or somebody you loved. So in the case of driving the car with your girls in it um, dangerously, then you want better for them. You want to make sure that they have a better life and it actually spurs behavior. And so this has been actually demonstrated in studies. There's a somewhat silly experiment I'll share with you, but researchers gave um, people a choice between vomit flavored jelly beans and fruit flavored jelly beans, and they could choose which one they wanted. And they mostly chose the fruit flavored, obviously. But then they were also told that then their partner who they had come to the Um, experiment with would then have to eat the vomit flavored but this was after the fact and they had read some small print about this but nobody reads the small print so most people weren't aware of it so they kind of unknowingly agreed that they would take the fruit for themselves and give their partner the ones and so this induced a feeling of guilt and then later in a separate experiment they were given five dollars and they were told they could share as much as they want. It was set up as a game and they could share as much of that money as they wanted with their partner. And the people who would force their partner to eat the vomit flavored jelly beans and not read the fine print um, ended up giving three times as much money to their partner. So, and this is demonstrated in all sorts of different experiences, but guilt, true guilt, really stems from a desire to make things better in the future. And it is, you know, comes from our moral compass It is encouraging. It encourages us to make up for acts and it's really valuable. And, you know, regret also is a very good and very important emotion. So there is benefit to basically every emotion we have. And the key a lot of times in this journey through becoming alcohol free is to really start to flip things on our head. Things that we've been beating ourselves up for maybe aren't so bad. Maybe are the moments where we can say, okay, this is where I need to change. This is where I'm realizing this moment of awareness of realizing that you're off the path that your life is supposed to be on. And 
it feels so painful to have that realization, to have the awakening to what am I doing in my life? What am I doing to myself? But that moment is actually the most beautiful moment because without that moment, none of the future can happen. And that moment you recognize that it's probably going to get harder to get back to that path than it is to, um, you know, because you're going to be bushwhacking, you're going to be going back to try to get to somewhere you once were, and you're going to have the knowledge that you've gotten yourself off this path. So this brings these feelings of guilt and regret, but those moments of awareness are honestly the most miraculous gifts of this life because that is where the change happens. That is where the life happens. That is where things get better. Um, Neil Rose, he's a researcher and expert in human emotion decision-making. He says regret is like a flag going up. He says that regret is very useful for kicking people into action and helping them change the future. So, you know, the lesson here is to forgive yourself for these emotions and don't beat yourself up. And awareness, you know, it just has to be celebrated. So you're becoming aware of these things that you shouldn't have been doing. I mean, you know, driving, like, it's catastrophic and i would encourage you and i'll post a link below to watch a drunk driving video that the australian government put out because one of the things that experts agree spurs change is very intense promise of pleasure or very intense change or or pain in your current situation and this video will bring you that pain and pain as painful as it is really spurs change for the future. And so sometimes you almost have to put yourself through those negative experiences in order to really teach yourself that you want better in the future. Um, so I'll post that video below, but where, while awareness must be celebrated, while guilt is positive and can be really positive and regret can be really positive, where it can become really negative is when it becomes completely self-centered. And it becomes completely self-centered if it's all about you. If you're sitting there saying, oh me, I'm worthless, I can't do anything right, I'm never gonna be good enough, I'm not okay. Those are the most selfish things you can say. You are not going to affect change by beating yourself up. Beating yourself up is actually an addiction because guess what? It feels good in that moment. An addiction, if we define it kind of like, you know, doing something that feels good in the moment but actually does us no favors, beating yourself up, it feels really good in the moment because it feels like you're doing something about your actions. By punishing yourself, you feel in some way that you're kind of making amends or that you're paying a penance and you are declaring yourself not worthy. And so if you're not worthy, then, you know, you deserve what you get. That is exactly how to keep drinking forever. That is not healing. That is not becoming whole. That is selfish. That is selfish to your daughters. That is selfish to your family. That is not what you want to be doing. That is not guilt. That is a very selfish, narcissistic shame spiral where you are unable to see beyond your own toxic shame and guilt. And that just pulls you deeper into depression, deeper into isolation. And both of those are serious obstacles to actually healing. So what can you do to get yourself out of that? I have a few tools that I recommend. First of all, what I do is I carry around a little journal with me. I don't have it with me right now, but basically I have been working on how I talk to myself for years now. And if I start to feel really anxious or uncomfortable or bad or tempted, I stop. And again, it's that moment of awareness and say, what did I just say to myself? And it used to be stuff like, what the fuck 
fuck, Annie, what are you doing? Why are you, and I just like beat myself up because guess what? It felt good in the moment. It gave me some sort of relief to be mean to myself. And I beat myself up and then I'd write that down and I'd be like, would I say that to a stranger? Would I say that to somebody I love? You know, you're the only person you've got. You're stuck with you. You have to make the best of it. And even if you don't feel emotions of self-acceptance, you need to like try to work through that for the people that love you. The biggest gift you can give to your daughters and to your family is to start to respect and love yourself, to own your behavior, to start to come out to them with your feelings of how you're feeling about the guilt. Because that does a few things. Number one, enables them to be able to forgive you, which feels really good. It brings you closer by sharing with them what you're going through. And then it creates really positive pressure on your actions in the future, because then it's not just you. It is so easy for people who are addicted to a substance, especially alcohol, to get into this, I'm drinking because I don't deserve to live anyway. We know what we're doing is killing us. We know what we're doing is, is stealing our lives from our kids. But we can sit there and do it because we're so mad at ourselves and we feel so guilty that we almost feel justified in punishing ourselves with alcohol. And that is the most dangerous part of addiction. And beating yourself up, it's so counterproductive because how is this your fault exactly anyway? I mean, really, how is it your fault? You had as much chance of not trying alcohol as you did of not trying chocolate, of not trying sugar, of not trying a hot dog. Look at the society we live in. Look around. Of course you were going to try your drink. And if you had any predisposition to drink, if you had any sort of personality that was going to make you more thrill-seeking, more into new experiences, if you had any sort of strong will, and if you had anything to self-medicate, drinking was going to seem like a good idea. It was going to make you feel better. And that was not your fault. You know, what happened is that drinking happens to be completely addictive. And right now what you're experiencing and what you experience through addiction is that the drug has taken over in your mind. It's making your prefrontal cortex less able to make decisions on an ongoing basis. It's making your midbrain, which is your survival part, that part of your brain has said that alcohol is as important to your daily survival as food or water. You know, experiments with rats show that rats will go to get their drug that they're addicted to over electric grating, which causes them severe pain. They will literally starve themselves to death in order to keep administering the drug. They will ignore and allow their children to starve. Do you think that's the rat's fault? No, guess what? That drug was injected into its brain and some researcher got that rat addicted. You became addicted to alcohol because of the society we live in. Yes, you had some choice and now, importantly, now you have choice. Now is when you have choice. And the choice is not to beat yourself up. The choice is not to go into the shame spiral. The choice is to say guilt is a good thing. Regret is a guilt, good thing because it, if it motivates me to make changes, if the feelings I'm feeling motivate me to just go get drunk, they're not a good thing. That is selfish. If they're motivating you to be more honest with the people you love and to make positive changes in your life, then that is when it becomes that moment of awareness, that moment of change where everything going forward can be different. That is where it becomes really, truly positive and life affirming. And you just need to be really aware of that. I would suggest carrying around the notebook, trying to write down you know, the feelings and the times that you have these guilty feelings. What are you saying to yourself? And how selfish is that really? Because there is a very specific pleasure in punishing yourself. And that is very selfish because you did not create you. 
No matter what religion you believe in, no matter what part of the world you're from, you can't argue with me on this one. You did not create yourself. You were created. You are a gift to this universe. You are a gift to the people in your family. You are the only mother your daughters will ever have. You did not create you and you cannot beat yourself up because that is not the productive emotion. It is not going to help you. You need to start to find ways to really talk to yourself better on a daily basis and find some gratitude and value. And there's a few tools. We talked about the self-talk exercise. I would highly recommend um, two books. One is called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, and it's about just integrating the parts of yourself that you don't like because, again, every emotion has value. Every part of yourself has value. You know, I was, give you an example, I was kind of very intense sometimes at work because I was so passionate and that could be net negative and that could be positive. Pretty much every human emotion can be negative and positive. Um, and then Gabby Bernstein, she does something called, and I haven't read it all, but I've heard really good things about self-forgiveness. It is called um, May Cause Miracles is the name of that book. So ask yourself, is this emotion productive? Will it change my behavior and will it make a better future? And if it's not, then get rid of your addiction to beating yourself up because that is not guilt and that is not a productive, healthy emotion. So anyway, thank you so much for the question. I wish you the best of luck and have a wonderful day. Again, this is Annie Grace, author of This Naked Mind. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com and please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.